Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. You're listening to The Dworkin Report. I'm your host, Scott Dworkin. Today on this show, I interview candidate J.D. Shulton. He is the Democratic nominee for Iowa's 4th Congressional District, and he is running against Republican Representative Steve King. I can't tell you how important it is for your support to go to J.D., and I hope you'll consider it after listening to this interview. So here it is, my talk with J.D. Shulton. We've got Democratic nominee J.D. Shulton here, and he's running for Congress in Iowa's 4th District, covering the northwest quadrant of the state, mostly between I-35 and I-29. I really appreciate you taking a few minutes away from knocking on doors to join us on the Dworkin Report today, J.D. How are you? I'm excellent, and uh, thank you very much for having me. Well, let's get started. Can, can you tell us a little bit about yourself, J.D., and tell us what inspired you to run for Congress in this crucial election year campaign? Yeah, I'm, uh, I grew up born and raised in this district, and uh, after college, played professional baseball and ended up working as a intellectual property paralegal that uh, brought me uh, eventually out to Seattle. And when the election uh, of 2016 happened, I think, like a lot of people, I, I looked at myself and looked at what I was doing, and, and I wanted to do something uh, better. And... Uh, so what I, I, when I didn't know any time in my life when I didn't know what I wanted to do, I would go visit my grandma. And the uh, last thing she said to me at Thanksgiving was, you need to move back to Iowa and take care of the farm. And a month later, she passed away. And a month later after that, the inauguration happened. And the next day, I'm at the Women's March. And I was just so moved by the raw power and energy out in Seattle of that Women's March. Uh, I, I was like, I'm, I'm going home and I'm going to fight. And seven months later, um, uh, there was nobody in this race, and and I just realized I couldn't sit on the sidelines anymore, and, and I didn't come back to run, or I just came back to um, get back to Iowa, where my family's all from, and, and uh, just wanted to get more politically active, and, and uh, boy, did I, <laughs> I get politically active, and, and we launched a campaign 14 months ago, and, and uh, we're still going at it pretty strong right now. Right, yeah, and you fought through. There was a primary, right? Like it was a pretty tough primary, from what I from what I saw. Yeah, uh, we had two other we had two other great candidates, and uh, we we just continue to do what we've been doing this whole entire time, and that's uh, just working our tails off, getting out to the people. It's a really big district. It's the most rural district in Iowa, and so there's 39 counties. And so on my personal vehicle, I went to all 39 counties and put 35,000 miles on my vehicle. And then Winnebago RVs are made in the district. And so I bought a used Winnebago through our logo on the side. And uh, I named it Sioux City Sioux because I grew up right here in Sioux City, Iowa. And it's an old Gene Autry song. And Willie Nelson did a cover of it. And uh, and um, we just 
hit the road with that, and we've put on almost 14,000 miles, I believe, uh, since then. And then tonight, we're actually launching uh, 39 counties, 39 town halls, uh, and doing our, our third 39-county tour. Wow. Wow. That's, uh, that's, you got some legs there, uh, to push. You've been out there knocking on doors and listening to district voters. What are voters telling you that they think are maybe their top three issues in the campaign? Yeah. From day one, it's always been healthcare. Um, it's just, there's a need in this district. Uh, we're a very working class district in a rural district. So, uh, both on the urban and rural side of the district, there's just a, a, a strong need to improve health care and, and get a handle on these health care costs. Um, the second thing we talk about uh, uh, is the economy. And right now, the agriculture economy is just, it's been struggling. And even before the trade and tariff, uh, that all kind of came about. That it's gonna, it was going to be a hard uh, uh, season this year. Uh, the amount of corporate consolidation uh, has just really squeezed the markets and it's really pressured the, the farmers on both ends, the input side and the output side. And uh, we're, we're seeing at an all-time low of the consumer dollar, uh, it going back to the farmers less than 15 uh, cents. And, and that's, that's where they're really getting squeezed. And then uh, the third thing is uh, we're running – our campaign on no corporate PAC money, and, and uh, that has allowed us to uh, uh, just really be free from a lot of things and, and talk about our frustrations in Washington. And my neighbor has a, a truck the size of Texas. He caucus for Trump and has five AR-15s. And, and so we don't necessarily see eye to eye on everything. But the one thing we can always agree upon is, is getting uh, special interest out of Washington and, and, and cleaning things up. And, and that's something that I think a lot of people in this district uh, resonate with. And let's talk tariffs for a minute. There, there are taxes on consumers, which means working class people, people with moderate and average incomes are going to be hit the hardest and they make everything more expensive for everyone in the country. But how are the tariffs impacting Iowa's fourth district in particular? Yeah, because right now we see, we don't see like New York real estate, getting hit with these uh, retaliatory tariffs. We don't see Texas oil. We don't see Silicon Valley. We see the fourth district, and uh, it's the not only the agriculture, but on the manufacturing side, too. Um, it, it, we boil it down to this right now. We are borrowing money from China to pay our farmers not to sell their products to China. And it just doesn't make any sense. And if we lose out of those long-term markets, uh, it, it's just going to devastate this economy in the fourth district. You'd look at uh, how China's looking down to South America and you see who's helping the South America farmers. It's those same multinational corporations that are here. And so they don't have allegiance to Iowa farmers. They're not protecting Iowa farmers. And so uh, when, uh, like the incumbent uh, that I'm up against, Steve King, has taken $17,000 from Monsanto, uh, how is he? Uh, doing protecting the, the Iowa farmer uh, while doing that at the same time. And, and so that's where we're really trying to show a clear difference. Right. No, a- absolutely. And how how do you feel? You had mentioned no corporate PAC money, which is a great pledge to take. How, how do you feel about dark money in elections overall? I, I mean, this democracy, democracy should be transparent. We should have, especially when it comes into financing uh, elections, um, it, it just... I find it very disgusting, and, and it, it 
boils back to who is this government for? Is it for the people or is it for these the the uh, wealthy class or the dark money and the corporations? And that's that's one thing I think we really need to address as America. And, and uh, I think it also goes into we need more engagement with these with the voters and more and more there's there's laws being passed uh, throughout the country on on making it harder to vote when we should be doing the opposite and making it easier to vote. This episode of the Dworkin Report is brought to you by Resistors Like You. We aim to keep this show independent for as long as we can. Visit DworkinReport.com to see how you can help out. One of the best ways is by hitting that contribute button in the top right and giving what you can. Thanks again for your support. Let's get back to the show. You had mentioned health care, obviously, was your number one issue. Um, what, what do you support in regards to health care? What, what is your major issue? How do you think we can change things? Um, what do you support that exists already as well? Yeah. Uh, I'm a long-term Medicare for all uh, vision. That, uh, that's, that's my goal, but I think it's going to take several steps to get there. And so I tell folks what we can do immediately because there is an immediate need and it's putting in a public option so we can stabilize the market. Uh, it's getting a Medicare buy-in at 55 plus because there's a lot of folks who uh, have worked in this district uh, hard, worked their bodies pretty hard, and, and they want to retire at, at 60 because their their bodies uh, are need the rest. And then uh, the other hand, the third thing is we got to get a handle on prescription drug prices. Um, when I fill up the RV, in uh, uh, I almost always see a donation box and that donation box is for somebody who just got sick or somebody who just got in an accident and it blows my mind that we're the wealthiest country in the world and yet that's how some people pay for their health care and and I think that's one thing that this district really understands is, is whether they're Republican Democrat and independent there is a need to, to resolve health care all right, and you, you mentioned the, you're having a 39-county travel uh, tour coming up, um, doing doing speaking engagements and town halls. Uh, it's a large, mostly rural district, and you're running against a deeply entrenched Republican incumbent. Um, but what is your campaign doing doing to get out the message to voters, maybe that are independent and Republican in Iowa's fourth, um, or maybe just tuning into the race right now? Right. And we have a wonderful field program. I'm so proud of my field organizers. They're, uh, uh, they're all, almost, I think there's only one of them who uh, isn't from the district or graduated from the district. But we have uh, people of color. We have uh, uh, a Latina, a first-generation Latina. We have bilingual folks. Um, we have a veteran. We have a mother of four who's a Republican who said, I can no longer... Uh, uh, get behind the incumbent Steve King because of how controversial he, he is, and so uh, she wanted to get active, and, and she's been a wonderful uh, ally for us and helped uh, the campaign and getting us into a lot of doors that haven't been open to traditional uh, Democrats. And so uh, we're we're out there, we're we're uh, door knocking, we're we're contacting uh, all types of voters, and and really not taking anyone for granted. And the biggest thing that we're trying to do is change the narrative of who shows up to vote. Um, I'm a younger candidate at 38, and I, I like to say that the average person in Congress is 38 years old. I'm sorry, 58 years old with a net worth of a million dollars. 
and I'm different. I'm 20 years younger and about a million dollars short of that average. <laughs> right. And, and, and so I'm different. And with my baseball background and, and my just deep roots in, in this district, we're getting into a lot of doors that haven't been open to the Democrats. And, and we're uh, going down to Iowa State University, which is in the district, and, and talking to the students and getting them engaged and fired up and, and uh, getting volunteers that way and, and going to community colleges. And, and so um, uh, trying to get that younger vote out because this district is a district that is uh, shrinking population-wise and aging and in we can take back this district uh, with the youth movement, and and that's one thing that's been resonating with the, with the people. Yeah, and you, uh, I, I had seen polling, new polling. What's your polling look like in in the district? I had seen, I, I think, some new polls come out recently. Yep, and so when we launched the campaign, we were about twenty two behind, and that's what he's uh, won the last two elections. Uh, a week ago, it came out that Emerson poll had a national poll uh, or an. A, a uh, poll in the district that said we were 10 behind, uh, but he's only polling at 41%. And then uh, we had our internal poll release over the weekend that shows us that we're within six. And the biggest thing that's holding us back is just name recognition. And so uh, that's one of the easiest things to fix. And so we're doing an, uh, uh, a big push for, for uh, advertisements, both on TV, on the radio, uh, in newspapers, and digitally. Uh, and then combine that with this 39 county tour, and, and I mean we're not leaving anything on the table and, and going all in these last uh, 49 days. Right, and the the hardest question that is always asked, um, you know, it, it's it's tough to answer, and I'm sure it. I mean, you sound like you're you're ready for the trail. You've been pounding at home for you know over a year now. Um, so my my question here is, why should people vote for you? Yeah. It, Right now in this district, there are two strong needs, and it's to get a hold of health care uh, and get a grasp on, on these uh, these skyrocketing prices. Uh, uh, Representative Steve King's uh, voted to take away health care from thousands of Iowans. He's voted for a tax bill that's going to raise premiums by 10% starting in October. Uh, I want to get every Iowan and every American uh, access, or not even access, I want to get them health care any way possible. Um, and then the second part is I'm out there, uh, I'm a fifth generation Iowan, first generation to be raised in town, I come from a long line of farmers, and what's happening, uh, whether it's, it's consolidation uh, of markets, whether it's the renewable fuel standard being abused by this administration that has uh, put pressure on, on corn prices, or whether it's these trade wars that uh, are, are that we're bearing the brunt of, uh, I, I I I oppose what this administration is doing. It well, well uh, the incumbent has decided to say, well, let's be patient and wait. And I, I think I'm with the farmers when I say, are the banks going to be patient and wait when it comes uh, time to repay them? And, and so. Uh, this district needs a fighter, it needs a leader, it needs youth, it needs uh, a change in, of the narrative, and that's what we're offering. Well, I like what you offer. If, if our listeners want to help your campaign, how can they do it? Where can they chip in? Yeah, uh, our website, SholtonForIowa.com. That's S-C-H-O-L-T-E-N, the number four, I-O-W-A, uh, .com, and that's our all our social handles. And, and we're pretty active on uh, social media and 
and we're pretty engaged. And, and along with these 29, uh, uh, I'm sorry, 39 town halls, uh, we're going to be doing uh, um, several also like online town halls as well. So if you can't make it to these, uh, you can uh, feel free to ask us questions on social media and we'll be re very responsive. Well, that's great. And uh, I look forward to seeing you in D.C. in January because uh, I really can't take any more of this guy. And what what I really love about this interview is he only came up once and you, you have a guy, you're a guy with real ideas that seems that he actually cares about the district, would do great casework and would actually care about the people in the district, um, you know, not about just corporate donors and, and Trump. Um, so I appreciate your hard work. Keep pounding it away. Um, everybody, please go check out J.D. Shulton right now uh, and support his campaign. Thank you, J.D., for taking the time. Oh, thank you so much, Scott, for having us, and I appreciate you uh, uh, all that you do with your podcast. Thank you, sir. That's the kind of candidates that we need. That's the kind of candidates that we need to support. It's Shulton for Iowa, S-C-H. O-L-T-E-N, Shulton, the number four, Iowa.com. Go there and support them. I'd like to thank my producer, Grant Stern. You can visit our website at dworkingreport.com. Thanks again for listening. Onward!